So before you all get into this, I want to warn you that the audio in this particular episode is trash. I made a huge mistake and deleted the main audio that I usually use, leaving me with making a desperate move of using the audio from the cameras. I try my best to turn shit into sugar, and this is what I was left with. If you are not new to this podcast, then you know how the audio typically sounds. Sounds pretty good. But if you are a new listener, this is how the audio should sound. So what you're going to be hearing in this episode isn't the typical sound that we offer here on the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. This was a really fun episode to record and we got really personal in this episode. So I hope that the sound does not scare you away from listening to the podcast in its entirety. But with that said... I hope you enjoy. What's up, people? And welcome to the Feelings First Facts Later podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. And this is episode number 75. 75 of the podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. But before we get into it, you know what? I, I feel like 75 is a, is a big mile marker, yeah. right? I, I don't know what it is about 75. Maybe it's because it's three quarters. Yeah. It's almost to 100. Right. Well, I, oh, I, well right. we're... That much closer to 100, right? right? I feel like it's a big deal, even though it's not a big deal, but I feel like it's a big deal. But we're here, and uh, we want to apologize for episode (laughs) 73 and 74. Not so much 73. 73 wasn't as bad, in my opinion, as 74 was, but 74 was really dry. (laughs) Now, um, we do have an excuse, even though it's not an excuse, but the excuse has been... Or what the excuse we're using why the last two episodes were not the greatest, especially episode number 74, is just because we, we've overextended ourselves. Yeah, that's an understatement. Overextended ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have this thing that we want to commit to, which is this right. podcast. We and enjoy it, too. So it's like, I look forward to it. Right. All right, we missed it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't, it didn't seem that way. Correct. The episodes weren't reflecting that. Now, the fact that we showed up. One hundred percent is yeah. is Who was our way of showing, hey, we're we're here no matter what. No yeah. sleep, no nothing. We're trying to manage it around the baby schedule. So it's it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot that has to go on. Plus, everything else is going on in our lives. We're mm-hmm. family. The holidays was a big thing. So even though that's not really an excuse to put out a bad episode, because we should have came on this mic ready to go and boom, boom, boom. I think um, we certainly underestimated what that looked like and so yeah it took us to listen to especially episode number 74 it uh-huh. took us to listen to it and go what the fuck even is in the this? moment we're like and also that was an episode that we had to stop in the middle mm-hmm. and by the time we finished it, it was past midnight correct like, correct a lot. right i want to say we started at nine yeah. had to stop at 9 30 and then yeah. pick back up at 11 30 12 o'clock yeah. and once we got the baby yeah. back down we were going to table it and do it for the next day, but it, that we, we don't right. We don't know what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. So it just made more sense. Okay, she sleeps. We might as well just knock it out now. We have everything first in our mind, but we weren't at a hundred percent. And towards the end of the episode, we're like, this this feels like we're fucking rambling, which <laughs> which we really were. <laughs> episode seventy three wasn't bad though. Yeah. Even though I in the moment and even after we got finished recording, I felt really good about seventy three. I felt like yeah. you know it was natural. I felt like we weren't away from the microphone and we were back at it. But as I listened to it when I was editing, it felt a lot like 
what it would be like to watch yourself fuck for the first time. <laughs> oh. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, you think you're not, oh, I'm not, I'm not I killed right. it, I knocked out the apartment. And then you see yourself years later watching that video and you're like, oh shit, like that was not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> right. It wasn't terrible. It was better in my head. But it was definitely better in my head. Now, uh, people might say otherwise. People might say otherwise. I know episode 73 started off strong, but I felt, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I know. Plus, plus, and this is something that, that we also want to talk about outside of apologizing for the last two episodes. If anyone's listened to those last two episodes, we still thank you for listening, but we, you know, we, we felt like we didn't do what we should be doing yeah. on this microphone, especially 75 episodes in. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Without taking other things into consideration, I guess. Yeah. Right, right, right. But I, but I feel like, and, and that's why I say no excuse because it's not like we're new. I mean, we're yeah. new, but we're not right. new. Right. We, and, and especially someone like myself, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So I know what a snooze fest is, like, and I and I understand the importance of making sure your energy is right because mm-hmm. you won't be, like people tune in because they want that energy, whatever the energy may be. Mm-hmm. If if it if it was, uh, I guess in my opinion, a more you know monotone, boring podcast, and it was yeah, informative so and yada yada yada. If you like that and that's your thing, then yeah. that's what you expect. Mm-hmm. If it's to say wow shit, have high energy mixed with some information, which is, I'm explaining our podcast now, yeah. then then that's what should be given all the time. If not, then just scrap it and, you know, try again. So, but we did discuss this in a previous episode that the podcast has changed significantly since the birth of the podcast. Mm-hmm. The podcast originally started with another co-host, a, a friend of mine, Sue, and it was around the dating, which is what we, we talked about in the last episode. But now here we are, and you and I, we actually sat down and we had a conversation. Like, what is the direction of this podcast? Like, what is it going to be? So without, you know, I guess revealing too much of what's going to be in the sausage, we certainly want to keep it relationship mm-hmm. and, and, and talk to the dating crowd. Because it's, I, I still think it's important to talk to the dating crowd. But then also speak more about our experiences as far as how a relationship has evolved over more personal more personal tied in with you know maybe we can provide more solutions to some of the problems that we face Mm -hmm. because there might be people out there that are facing the same problems that we're facing again not to abandon anyone that is still out there dating because i i still want to help those people out and you know whatever that looks like and talk about that Talk about that struggle. Yeah, because if you're dating, then eventually you might end up where we're at. Right. But that's no longer our struggle as yeah, far as right, what right. the dating scene looks like. And that was the birth of the podcast, was right. the struggle of the dating scene and what that looked yeah. like in, in 2021 yeah, at the time. Right. So now here we are, 2023, in a pseudo marriage mm-hmm. with a baby. And it just looks completely different than what it looked like when... I started pressing record for the first episode. So that's one thing that we want to address is, is just to, I, I guess if we say it out loud and we put it on the microphone, mm-hmm. then I feel like it, it's, it's going to be applied kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but then also, and, and this was more towards, I guess, shitting on episode 74 is, you know, the name of the podcast was feelings first facts later. The mm-hmm. idea behind that name was, People operate life, for the most part, reacting based on feelings. First. Not feelings first. Mm-hmm. 
the facts might come later once the dust settles and you have time to, to think about it and, you know, whatever. Or maybe it, it might not ever come, right? Mm-hmm. And that later might not, you know, tomorrow never comes kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So the idea of the name and the idea of having it be that was to present something and we kind of go based on how do we feel about this? Mm-hmm. Fire from the hip. And then turn around and maybe go bring in some of the facts and then try to figure it all out. And we definitely didn't do that in the previous episode. We were just kind of sloppy. We were throwing things out there like, oh, uh, yeah. you know, bringing up topics myself, bringing up topics, but not diving into the topic like we should have because of not having information. Yeah. And I moving forward, I, I don't want to do that anymore. Now, if... If we do do this because something's just brought up on the fly and and we didn't anticipate and we just don't have the information or we just don't give a shit, but we just make mention of it for whatever reason, I'm cool with that. But anything that was right Mm -hmm. on the docket that should be discussed, I want to make sure that we have a little bit more with it. So, and I agree. Today's episode is what we're going to address later. Is we're going to get pretty personal and we're going to talk about. Uh, an issue that we ran into in our mm-hmm. relationship as far as what does sex look like after having a child and right. and what it looked like leading up to the birth of the child. So what did it look like yeah. after coming home with that positive stick saying that you were pregnant right. and then all the complications that came with that. And, 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 I, and I guess even predating that, what it looked like when we moved in, because I, I guess those were all around the same, mm-hmm. the same time and, mm-hmm. And just um, kind of navigating what our sex life has looked like and what I would imagine a lot of couples might go through right. as far as the change in sex life, which is one of the easiest things to identify the change in a relationship. It's pr- sure. probably one of the more objective ways to measure yeah. something that has changed in a relationship. You see what I'm saying? Because everything that. else can kind of be subjective. Like how you feel in a relationship, Right. that might be a little bit more subjective, mm-hmm. but the amount of times that you're having sex per week, I mean, that's that's just objective as shit, right? I mean, if yeah. it went from 10 times to now one, <gasps> what's going on? Right. Kind of what's thing. normal for the couple. That relationship. Correct. But, right. Correct. As a whole, yeah. But that, yeah, right, exactly. But that could be measured by right. numbers and it, it would make it a lot easier to have a conversation that is backed in somewhat fact- because mm-hmm. numbers don't lie right. when it comes to sex. But before we get into that, I do want to gossip a little bit, talk about some of the monkey shit, right? So I want to start off by saying shout out to Lori Harvey. Why? Lori Harvey is in yet another relationship. Uh-huh. Good for her. With the guy from Snowfall. His name is, what is this? Uh, Damson Idris. That's a, that's a name. Well, I, I, he's, he's in, I want to say he's from Africa. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> here we go with the bullshit. Right? Okay. Uh, where are we? Okay. <laughs> Already, first thing. First thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Uh, I, I, I do know he's an actor from the, the, the England, some sort of, he has that type of accent, whatever. <laughs> I, I know him in Snowfall. Seems like a dope dude. I've, I've seen him in one interview. Uh, definitely has uh, definitely not future vibes. 
And I, I guess that would be like our, our metric as far as who she's with. No, she's been with all different guys. Well, what I'm saying is if there was a spectrum of guys, I, I would say Future and, and we don't know these people, but I would say Future and Michael B. Jordan are on opposite ends of the spectrum. All right. At least as far as what they want the media to portray them as, right? Right. Like Michael B. Jordan is this. Especially in the realm of women. Right. Michael B. Jordan is this Hollywood darling. Right. right. He's this handsome guy that, you know, leveled up. He he's was a, a husband. He's a nerdy dude. Right. He's a husband. But from what and we know. He's a fuckboy. But right. from what we know. From what? Correct. But well, we don't really know. Right. Right. Code switching is it. I kind of feel like we're not too off on what Future really is. Not maybe Michael B. Jordan. Right. Future's a fuckboy. I, I would imagine so. <laughs> I, mean, I would imagine so. If, if not, then that's at least what he wants us to think he is. What? I just, I'm going off of all, all the baby mamas mm-hmm. and all the random shit. I mean, he could, he could be a hopeless romantic, and then now you have a bunch of baby mamas. The, the only reason why I want to give Future maybe a little, wait, wait, a little bit of possibility of not being that is because he came out in an interview years ago saying all that drug shit that he talks about, like he doesn't, he doesn't do those drugs. Okay, I'm not. I wasn't talking about drugs. I, was, I meant fuckboy because I'm talking about the women, the baby mamas. Okay, right. I I just use that as an example because you know that could just be yet another thing because hey, because no one wants to hear. Watch this. Uh, what's his name? The dude with the three on his head. Uh, from Chicago. Damn it, Chance the Rapper. Okay. Him. He came up with that album where he was rapping about, you know, love and life and being with his mama or, you know, no, no, I love my wife and yada, yada, yada. People hated that album. It was, tra- no one wanted to hear that shit. I get it. So. The future's also living the life. Unless it's off the show. But Michael B could be doing it too. That's my, he's still Michael B. Jordan. Right. That's what I'm, all I'm saying is, is that it's possible. No, I understand. I'm, I'm going off of what we see. Okay. Okay. So based on what I have seen from okay. this new guy, Damson. Okay. Damson? Am I saying that right? Damson. Okay. Snowfall. That's that's Franklin from Snowfall. That's his name, his name is Franklin. <laughs> He'll be Franklin no matter what. He's Franklin from Snowfall. Right. He seems like he's closer to the Michael B. Jordan side. If we had to pick a if, side. If I had to pick a yeah. side as far as... And I only say that because, you know, it... It appears that Lori is staying on that husbandy type of vibe versus versus dealing with. And, and the one thing I like about her, and this is, this is the only reason why I shout her out, because I know it, people are in and out of relationships all, all the time, is that she's that woman that even though she's in and out of relationships, I feel like no one ever looks at her as that hope. Yeah. Or at least I at least I don't feel like people look at her as a, as like the hope because right, she right. stays quiet even though she supposedly dated Diddy and the son. Mm-hmm. I I still feel like people like she's not like looked at like you a Marcia Pippen. Helps her though. Her family and mm-hmm. she's very classy. Right. So there's that too. Mm-hmm. I think that plays a huge role. Yeah. Like where she comes from, why she's famous. Okay. And she does carry herself very classy. She yeah. never comments, even when never. talking shit about her. Like, that does help. Mm-hmm. Or 
to what you're saying. Right. And I only compare her to Larsa Pippen because now Larsa Pippen is now in a new relationship and she gets just destroyed. Because it's ridiculous. <laughs> she sees <laughs> but I, and it yeah, respectfully right. and I, I'm an older woman and she's being a bit really ridiculous. And I know there's a double standard. Mm-hmm. But it's a good one. So I'm glad you said a double standard. I I think and this is a whole nother topic. But I don't think it's the same thing when an older man dates a younger woman and an older woman dates a younger man. Especially, like, she's dating a man who's her children's age. And I know men do it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's double standard. But it, it just isn't the same. It isn't. You're right. It's not the same. And it's definitely not looked at the same. I'm not saying I necessarily agree with that, but it, it just isn't the same. Well, that goes into a deeper thing as far as what what people would typically look for depending on their status. Like, if you're a higher status male, you typically wouldn't find yourself in a position where you're, quote-unquote, dating a woman that's expired. <laughs> right, right, right. And I, I hate to put it that way, but, no, but we're, we're, talk, we're just talking about that, right? So, it, typically, dating up or dating at the level of his status right. would be younger, hotter, da 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 you know what right. I'm saying? Low mileage pussy versus right. someone that's been in the media as being passed around mm-hmm. left and right. Right. Kind of thing. Like that doesn't so it, it almost looks like she is manipulative. Because that would that would be the only way that, that we can make sense of that, which is where the double standard would come in. Mm-hmm. Because for a guy, if a guy was dating a younger woman, he didn't manipulate her. He has fucking money. Right. So she's winning, too. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if, if not more. If, if, anything, if anything, she's manipulating him. Right. I was going to say, if, anybody, right. if we have to pick a winner, it's right. her. Right. So people don't typically feel bad for the younger woman with the older, wealthier man because both people are winning. She might be winning more. <laughs> right. If she keeps her mouth shut now, she's yeah. next in line for mm-hmm. being the next multimillionaire. Right. And all she had to do was be born beautiful and stay in her lane. That's it. Yeah. Right. Versus the guy. Like now she's with Michael Jordan's son, I believe, so would be, oh, what is she saying and why, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Not important, but the double standard, I thought it was interesting you said that because the next topic, Kanye West. Okay. Kanye West just revealed that he secretly got married to a designer that was a part of his Yeezy team. Her name being Bianca Sensori. Okay. I, I think I'm saying that right? Okay. okay. What What are your thoughts on that? That he's married? Mm-hmm. Or who he married? Uh, both. I think because I, I think both of them could be like, okay. It's in line with... Like his behavior as of late. Impulsive. Yeah. It's, it's not shocking. Right. Have you seen her? Um, I saw a picture of them side by side, but I didn't like She looked pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very Kim K. Yeah. He has a type. Looking. Uh-huh. And all the women he's been with after Kim look like him. Not, not, not that white woman. Which white woman? Uh, the, the model that he was with for a short period of time. There's been a lot of them. There, there, oh, you're talking about yeah, ex- with her, the exception of her. I th- but I think that was a, that was a PR stunt. 
I think he I was mean. trying to he was trying to make her pop in, which he did for a little bit. Yeah. Because no one gave a fuck about her until she was with him. Yeah. See, we don't care anymore. But in a moment, in a moment, <laughs> no. But her name all the was, other women that I've seen him with look Kim K vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one does too. And yeah, just impulsive. Um. Mm. I, I, do I do we really care? I really don't care. I really don't care. I just want to make make mention of it and see yeah, if it yeah. You know. But but as I talk about, it, I was like, uh, who gives a shit? Yeah. Kanye has uh, put himself in a position where, it, and, and this probably really stings for him if they really got married, right? That's another thing. If they really, we, we don't we don't even know. Right. If they got married, what does married mean? He he could have changed the terms of marriage to say that we got married. Who knows? But. I don't think anyone has talked about it. And I think that for someone like himself that appears to be a egomaniac, mm-hmm. this probably is, is really hurting him. Like he's like, oh shit. I, I can't even get them to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Like what, what 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 do we do? But so since we're on the same line of marriage, perfect segue, Gabrielle Union was recently on a podcast and on the podcast she was discussing what her previous marriage looked like before she was married to Dwayne Wade. Okay. So from the years 2001 to 2005 she was married to Chris Howard who was an NFL player. Okay. And during her time being married to him she said that she cheated and that she had no problem with cheating because she felt like she was entitled. Because she was bringing home money, making more money than him. She was taking care of everything. So because of that, she... She didn't respect him. Right. So there is a little bit more to this. Uh But before I I start revealing what was outside of the headline, I, I want to hear your reaction to like the headline. Gabrielle Union says that she was entitled to cheat on her man because she brought in the bread. What's it? At what I just said. It's like something happens. If for some women that's the case, mm-hmm. if they make more money than their man, mm-hmm. probably other things tied were in line with that too. Mm-hmm. But clearly she didn't respect him. So she didn't feel bad about it. So you mentioned respect. Would that be the same case? Would you feel the same way about a man cheating on yeah. the woman? That is yeah. a lack of respect? For sure. And... Okay. In whatever category, I don't know what that would mean to the man, but yeah, I think it would be the same thing. You can't respect somebody that you're going behind their back looking at the people. No, 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 no. But what about the entitlement part? Like, how do you feel about someone saying that they felt like they were entitled to do something in a relationship? Like based on, based on, hey, I I bring the money so I could kind of say and do whatever I want to do. That I don't know how I feel about or agree with the entitlement thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's entitled to do that to somebody. Right. So that I don't. I can understand why she did it. Mm-hmm. Based on what she's saying, that she made more money than him. Clearly, she to her that's something that makes her respect or not respect her man. But the entitlement thing, I I can't get on board with that. Because I don't, I don't think anybody's entitled to cheat on their, on their significant other. I wouldn't see any scenario where I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're entitled to do that. Right. 
So my knee-jerk reaction to this when I read this was like, look at the title. Like this, that's some fucking bullshit. Yeah. It, it, but I'm looking at it from the lenses of 2023, just getting mm-hmm. out of 2022, as opposed to looking at it through the lenses of 2001 to 2005 when they were married. Mm-hmm. Now, I still feel the same way that I feel now. Like it, Just like what you said, it, you, you're never entitled to do something to somebody just because of the position that you're in. If you're in a position of power, which... In, in this situation, for her, more money meant more power in a relationship, yeah. which I would imagine is, is probably what a lot of people would base power on, right? Yeah. Sometimes that power shifted, as you as you know, sometimes that power shifted. It has nothing to do with money. It just has to do with your position in, in a relationship and how you, and, and that could be a, a woman mm-hmm. that doesn't make as much money as a man right. that has the power because she wears the pants, and, and, we, and right. we use that term, mm-hmm. right? So... It doesn't necessarily mean money doesn't always equal power. Is, right. is what I'm getting at. But I don't think that that's right anyway. But here we are in 2023, and I see this, and I go, if if at this point, if you're cheating, you're a fucking coward. Anybody? Anybody? If you're cheating, you're a fucking coward. The reason why I feel that way, and, and again, I'm speaking about today in today's time. There was a time when cheating had to have taken place because a relationship only looked one way. A marriage only looked one way. It was this monogamous thing where everyone was on board that I'm with you, you're with me, I'm not going to cheat, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm with you to, to death to this part, whatever it may be. But we have evolved from that and, and we're still in the process of evolving from that. You know, like I may mention in the previous episode, you know, relationships, there's a, a big spectrum now as far as what a relationship would look like. And that also carries over into what a marriage looks like, right? So because we don't live in this black and white world anymore anymore, where if you're in a marriage now, you have to be monogamous and this is the only person you're fucking, that now we live in this rainbow-colored world as far as how a relationship could look like. If you don't go into the relationship saying that you want to keep it open, mm-hmm. you want to be a polygamist or you want to, you know, be monogamous or whatever it may be. If you don't walk into the relationship and have these conversations that are safely had, especially considering that we live in a world where more people are more flexible of doing those sort of things yeah. with the right conversation before. than ever before. Yeah, yeah. If you're cheating on someone, then you're a fucking coward. And I say that because you're afraid to have these conversations. You're afraid of not being able to have your cake and eat it too. You're afraid of what the consequences might look like if you if you bring that up later on in a relationship and now you run the risk of, oh shit, I might lose this person because I said the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, that's really real though. But that but that's really real. But that to me, that doesn't that doesn't make you any less cowardly. You see what I'm saying? Well, okay. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. At first, I, w- I was going to be like, well, what if you don't know going into a relationship? What if it happens later on? But you're saying either way. A conversation yeah. should be had. I was, hey. Well, out, out right. of respect. Out of respect for person. Else. Right. Right. And, and right. to show your nuts or yeah. your metaphorical nuts if, if, if you're a woman. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it takes a lot of guts, a lot of guts to, to have conversations about anything. Anything that that anything might uncomfortable, anything uncomfortable could detrimental potential. Right, but if that's how you feel, and that's how you feel. Yeah. Like, hey, look, I'm I'm not being satisfied in this area, or I am being satisfied in this area, but I have an insatiable appetite for attention. I have an insatiable appetite for 
new sexual partners and yada, yada, yada. And we've been doing this for X, Y, Z time. And I would like to open up the idea of being in in an open relationship because being in a closed relationship, being in this monogamous thing just isn't working for me anymore. And I don't, I don't want to go there. I don't want to step out. And I don't want to step out. Right. Exactly. I'm trying not to. Exactly. Or, or, or watch this. You're upset at me about something. You're upset because of something that I may or may not have done or I'm not giving attention and yada, yada, yada. And now you want to turn around and instead of being brave enough to actually have a conversation and we address what the issue is and see if we can fix it, mm-hmm. you do something spiteful like cheat. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but, but that all boils down. For me, I, I think that all, that all comes from a place of being afraid to have a conversation in 2023. Again, it, this isn't pertaining necessarily to her in her marriage because that was just a different time in a different place. And, and maybe that would have been still considered cowardly, but not so much as it does it for me today because these conversations are, are being had and we're seeing so many different relationships and, and how that could look so many different ways. And, and, However, you will want your relationship to be. You can find someone now that that would, and now it might not be the person you want. But then that's the risk you 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 yeah. should be willing to to take. If that's your truth. If that's your truth, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I guess that's another thing. And you have to be sure that that's your truth, mm-hmm. and that that is so important to you that you're willing to, to lose everything, lose everything. Mm-hmm. right? Whatever that everything is to you. And out of respect, give your partner the the chance, the opportunity to have a say. You might be surprised how your partner is feeling. Mm-hmm. What if they agree? Oh, shit. I I've been feeling too. this way, too. And I was afraid to tell you. You never know. At least out of respect for the person and what you have, you owe it to them, mm-hmm. I would say. Right. And just, I also say it with just how devalue marriage and relationships are just in general nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be in one to do anything now. It's not the same thing. It's not the same as it used to be. It's and yeah. and, and it's so it's so yeah. accepted, so much more accepted in society to be not married. not married. Or not even or just not in a relationship period. If if stepping out is something that you want to do or or you feel entitled to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, as as far as um, the whole entitlement, because you make more money, and I and I understand that we we still live. It's the the huge juxtaposition that we're in, right? Where women want to be successful, and women are very very successful now, right? And for her, she was fortunate enough to be successful early early on because of mm-hmm. her profession and just how talented she is. Mm-hmm. And so she was put in a position where most of the men that she interacts with might not be as successful, level, yeah. especially in 2001 to, you know, 2000, yeah. because that's when she, that was her time. Like she was that black woman mm-hmm. in, in the cheerleading films right. and, and, you know, all and, and all, and all mm-hmm. the films. And then with Mary Jane or something like that, I think she had a show. Yeah. It was a show on BET. Yeah. I think whatever. I, either way it goes. She, she had her time where, where you saw her everywhere. And, um, with that, 
now you're in this position where even the people that you're interested in, the, the, the males that you're interested in, they might not quote unquote be on your level, mm-hmm. right? Now, it puts that women, and not all women, but it puts some women in that weird position where now you feel like you're not with a man because you make more money than him. Because it's just this unnatural thing that's inside of us that the the male should be the breadwinner, the provider, all these other things. And then when they're not that, not because he's a bum. He was a, he played for the NFL. Now, I don't know what his spinning habits look like or, or whatever yeah. maybe, or maybe she was investing in more things than he wasn't. I, I, I don't know. But it, from what it sounds like, he wasn't a bum dude. I mean, he was, yeah. he was, a, he was a, a talented man himself. She was just doing more. She was just doing more. Right. But, but I would imagine that if she's voicing this, how many other women that are out there right now to this day that, that are not Gabrielle Unions, that are just, you know, uh, an engineer mm-hmm. or, or I, I don't know, something, something more common, a nurse practitioner, right, that's mm-hmm. making six figures a year. Now you're in this bracket where, you know, you're, you're finding yourself having a hard time dating someone that's quote unquote going to make you feel like you're with a man or, or mm-hmm. make you, you know, feel like more of a woman. You're more of a woman. Mm-hmm. But what does that and look that like world. now? Mm-hmm. Now, then yeah. in 2005, that was a bit different because that was less common. But now here we are, 2023 is probably more common than, than it was in, in 2005. But what does that look like? And then, and then what does that look like for the males out there that are not pursuing relationships with women because they feel intimidated because they know that they don't make as much money as that other person, even though, even though everything else matches up with them. But then, but then here, but then, and I've heard it time and time again, that's just your ego. You need to, you know, let that go. This is a different time of day, but it's like, okay, well, it doesn't. No. Yes. I've heard, I've heard women say that. Good. Women say that about men. Women say that about men. Men that can't handle the fact that a woman makes more money. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was confused about what handle what. Okay. Right. You can't handle you know that I make more money and yada yada yada. Just but, the fact that you're saying that. <laughs> but, but but you see what it comes with. Right. Like even if I did try to handle, it potentially comes with mm-hmm. this this thing that's inside of us, that's in our DNA, that makes me look like less than. So all these feelings that I'm feeling are true because they're being, they're being validated by maybe not you directly, but the, but the rest of the world is validating. Yeah. Because I'm sure there's some people that read that article like, go sis, you know, oh, like, like, do you, like, you deserve it, yada, 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 right? Now, to bring in some of the facts in a relationship, supposedly their relationship was a little bit, it, it appeared that it might have been a little bit more on the open side because... She said in the podcast that they never wanted their marriage to affect their dating life. So what I took from that was I think that they were married and they were still they were probably like a little bit more open. They were kind of doing what they were doing. So he's doing his thing and then she was doing her thing. And then she was saying that she never felt any guilt from sleeping around and doing what she wanted to do because he was doing his thing. Plus. 
she made more money. So the headline made it seem like she was just out there a little bit more cheating time. on him and he didn't know and he was a faithful guy. But it appeared that they were both doing their own thing. They were both doing their own thing. But then her thing was like, yo, I'm the fucking prize in this relationship. Yeah. I don't feel bad about this. Okay. Kind of thing. Right. So, which after I read that, then I go, oh, well, this kind of changes right. the, the narrative. But of course, it's it's more fun to go with the the hot yeah. topic. Uh-huh. Interesting. Behind it, right? Right. But I I still stand on in twenty twenty three. If you're going to be in a in a relationship, however you want that relationship to look like, just be open and honest from the very beginning. If or if you change how you feel, be open and honest with it. Why not? And don't don't take the in my opinion the cowards way out. I also just, feel like. That comes with having hard conversations that have nothing to do with something like that mm-hmm. all throughout the relationship to make it easier to one day have that potentially hard conversation. Right. That's a, little, a bit more realistic. Right. Which would tie into what we're going to end up talking about is right. like the smaller day-to-day things mm-hmm. that are more common that people might not want to talk about because they're uncomfortable. Correct. Because here we are, we're in a position where sex doesn't look like it used to look. <laughs> not, not even at all. A, not even a little bit. Right? And yeah. so, because <laughs> sex doesn't look like how it used to look, it, it may it has made you feel some type of way. Right. Uh, I, I can't sit here and say that I have felt some type of way, but not because I don't care to have sex with you. But just because I understand what's happening, so I've kind of just accepted that this is what it's going to be for you, for this amount of time. You do that in any aspect of our relationship. That's how you operate, though. But I but I operate like that in life, right? In well, life. I was talking about right. No, exactly. That's right. who you are. So, it, so it was it's the not... same thing. It reminds me of when I was getting frustrated before we lived together. Mm-hmm. Like I just was not happy with the way. It looked, and right. then, but unfortunately for that moment in time, it had to be. There was no other option mm-hmm. that made sense. Right, we couldn't live. We could not live together. It just, what didn't it wasn't until we were able to? Right. right, and then you were like, "Well, why? Am, I can't change it, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not mugging about it. Right, right. And, and so then, and so then it translated to you. You don't care. Exactly. It doesn't matter like, to well, you. you yada yada yada. You don't right. <laughs> right. And, and right. when that, that wasn't the case. Right, right. That's at all. I didn't have that. It was just, I have said to myself, this is what it's going to look like for this amount of time. And you adapt. Deal with it and then, right. Adapt and overcome. It just is, it's just the right. same thing right now with, with the baby. Mm-hmm. I've, I, before she came, I said, I know for the next four months, it's going to be shitty. It's going to be stressful. Right. We're not going to get any sleep. It is Whatever what it is. Else, yeah. But this was going to look like. Suck it up, keep it moving because there's no other way around it. Yeah. I'm, I'm only going to be, I'll be doing myself a disservice. I feel like this way with anything. I'm going to be doing myself a disservice by being in the moment and hating it mm-hmm. and then also like sulking in it, you know, because it, it just doesn't do anything. Might as well just see it as, all right, this is just trust the process. And you just let it go. So that's how I felt about how sex has been handled mm-hmm. in our relationship because it, it, I already knew this. Okay. 
after you have the baby, it's going to be six weeks of 100% no sex. Yeah. Because, A, we're going to be tired as fuck. And, and mm-hmm. now, you're, now you're going to be thinking about sex, which... I was thinking about sex, but yeah, I was so tired. Okay. <laughs> you were thinking about sex. I, I had already put myself in that mode of yeah. it's not happening for six weeks. Not thinking right. about sex. Thinking about the baby. Thinking about yeah. sleeping. Thinking about making sure you're okay. Thinking about the holidays and all the yeah. shit that was wrapped around that, right? And then afterwards coming out of it it was okay i'm still not in sex mode not because i don't want to have sex with you and not because i don't find you attractive or i'm not turned on or anything like that but it just there hasn't been opportunities because again yes we're out of this zone where medically you're able to have sex however there hasn't just been an opportunity just because there hasn't been time for yeah. us to do it other than before even our conversation a, a the place. two times that we had it even, or a place yeah, even right. a place honestly right like it's a packed house and right. it's been packed for as long as you've been here right yeah so just is that red light so long yes okay so just to rewind a little bit so so people can kind of have a, a better snapshot of what our sex life looked like before not even just the baby but before the day you moved in Right. <laughs> and and a little bit before that it started it started to taper off. Yeah. But but there's an explanation to it. Right? <laughs> yeah. So in the beginning there was no sex for the first month or I think it was two. Two months. Okay. So then we finally brought sex into the relationship right. and by choice. But I mean I would think people listen, they know why, but just in case. I, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just I'm just kinda of just going through it. Yeah. So then we bring sex into a relationship. And it was this thing that was a constant occurrence, right? Yeah. So earlier on in a relationship, I were, or you were available to see me every other weekend <laughs> and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and every other weekend, we spent time with one another. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that meant you spent the night. Sometimes yeah. that meant you were just there until late at night and you went home because you had your son waiting at home for you. Right. Right. And just to be clear, at the time he was 16, going on 17, so it wasn't like she just left a kid <laughs> at the house. Right. Yeah. He was... As I wanted to be alone all the time. Right. So you, you wanted to be around and not make him feel like he was being abandoned for now when you got Right. But then Monday... Or I'm sorry, but Tuesday, Thursday, and every other weekend, you were with your daughter... So for the first couple months of the relationship, I was a ghost to your children and mm-hmm. you were just staying with me. But during the time that you were staying with me, it was constant sex, right. constant, 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 constant hours <laughs> yeah. of sex. Yeah. It was sex and from the moment <laughs> you got in the door to two, three o'clock in the morning. It was just this. Yeah, that's just <laughs> what it was. Now. A lot of that had to do with this was new and super exciting because it was new. But then it also had to do with, okay, we're going to get all the sex that we can get in now because we could do all the talking and everything on the days that, you know. <laughs> right, we have time. We have, you know. But we, and we also did a shit ton of We did, no, no. Before we had 100%. 100%, 100%. Right, so 100%. now it's like, now it's time for this because mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we talked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, it 
sex was even more exciting then because we had a whole house to have sex mm-hmm. in. There was no one else in the house but you and I. No so we can do it anywhere, get as loud as we want to get, do whatever we want to do, walk around the house butt-ass naked afterwards, right. eat in the kitchen butt-ass naked, have right. sex again. You know, whatever we wanted to do, there were there was no boundaries. It was... Yeah. The house was a, a fuck house right. <laughs> right. for that for that time. I mean, for lack of a better, like that's exactly what it was. And it, it's almost like you know, you know how they say your bedroom should only be reserved for sex and sleep because it puts you in that mood of sex and sleep. Right. And you shouldn't have a television in your room because now right. your brain might think, oh, it, it's like a like a grooming thing. The house was that. <laughs> right, right? Right, right. Now, fast forward just a little bit. <laughs> you started feeling guilty for not being home as much as you could have been for your son. Mm-hmm. So that meant you were spending less time at my house mm-hmm. and I was spending more time going to your house. Right. On, on those days. All those days. Yeah. And all those days, sometimes there would be sleepovers. Yeah. Sometimes I would, yeah. I would dip out. It would depend, yeah. D- 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 depending on what was happening, because we were still trying to make sure that we we did the right thing around the dark. That changed what sex looked like in our relationship, mm-hmm. because it wasn't this um, freedom right. that we had before. Now we have a little bit more restriction, right? right as far as how loud we want to get, the frequency, what it may, what it might look like. Plus, we were also getting into a phase where we were more comfortable with each other. And not to say that sex wasn't exciting, but it was just not as exciting mm-hmm. as it was in the beginning, which is not to play our sex or downplay right. it, but it was just, it just, it, it's just how things were. Right. Right. Plus, as we start spending more time with each other, the relationship changes because now we're arguing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's more reality. Uh, more reality, more, right? Yeah. You know, there, there's less fantasy, right? There's now the, the stresses of that's going on in your life is trickling over into, into the right. relationship, and, and even and just the versa. dynamic of our relationship. Mm-hmm. There was those moments too. Mm-hmm. What are we? What is going to happen? Right, what that looks like right. So there are a lot of things that that revolve. And now here we are fast forwarding a little bit. Sex has now gone down. Even more because we're getting more and more comfortable around one another. We even had um, a, a bit of an argument about sex because it got to a point where you felt like I wasn't as aggressive as I used to be. Because, like, for instance, you would get out the shower, you'd be butt ass naked, and I'll be on the <laughs> phone, you know, minding my own business. <laughs> right. And then I'll look up at you and I wouldn't even, you know, <laughs> right. bat an eye. <laughs> but it, it had nothing to do with me not finding you sexy or me not being turned on by you. It's just, it's you. You're just naked. But, <laughs> yeah. I, but I've been seeing that forever. Right. So it's, I'm numb to it. So it's not going to always be. Ooh, but, it, but it was just getting into that transition like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what now it looks like where we're now kept people with, with one <laughs> right. another. Right. We're, we're no longer mm-hmm. that, like, naked off the sh-, you know, like going mm-hmm. crazy. It's, no, it's fucking Tuesday. Right. Like, it, like yeah, we can have sex. Like, yeah. wait, 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 I'm not. I'm down to have sex, <laughs> but then, but then now feeling because feelings getting hurt, and you know, uh, they were 
getting thrown in the wrong directions, mm-hmm. then it it made sex even harder because now it's like, okay, well, there's this thing about sex. So then now it's like... Yeah, it was almost a thing got created out of nothing, really. Mm-hmm. And then it made, and then it turned into a thing. Because, because even... In, so just to bring in numbers, and I, I guess to make it look... Even, like for people to understand it even more. So in the beginning, it was sex all the time. It was damn near 24-hour sex, right? <laughs> a little bit later on, it was, you know, still sex every time we saw each other yeah. so it, it, as far as how what the numbers look like I, I don't know what it would look like but it was at least two times a day still yeah four three four days a week yeah right so numbers are still high now here we are where things are kind of tapering out and things are getting regular but it's it was still sex every night it, yeah, it, it was just each other. but it was just it was like a routine thing it yeah. was we watch a movie until I start falling asleep on the couch. You go, uh-uh, and I fall asleep on the couch. We go upstairs. <laughs> I would take a little nap. You will, will get prepared for bed. You will come in bed. We'll have sex. Right. If we did not have sex that night because I was too tired, then I would get you in the morning mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock in the morning before I left mm-hmm. for work. So it was still a daily thing. It just looked different. It wasn't. It wasn't hours of mm-hmm. sex and, you know, all, all, you know, like it, it used to be, mm-hmm. but it would be a good session and then you know, right. go, go to sleep. <laughs> but it, it, it wasn't usually around two. But round one was... Right. It was... Yeah, it was it counted. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it wasn't... It was... It was oh, you ain't sleeping? Like, good night. Um, but but, but it, I think... One of the main reasons why, and this is this is why it's it's pretty important for couples to be on the same sleep cycle, is we just had two different sleep cycles. Yeah. So me staying up to two, three in the morning having sex with you in the beginning, I was lying to you. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I know that I knew that after because that wasn't I knew how big of a deal that was after. Right. Because that's not me. Yeah. I I go to I'm I'm about ready to get up. Yeah, the time that I was going to bed. Right. Yeah. But I was still getting up. At five, six in the morning, go to yeah. the gym because that's what I want to do. That makes yeah. me feel good and whole inside, right? So I was lying to you. Yeah. And then as I was being more honest with you, it was like, if you don't get this dick by nine <laughs> o'clock, I, you <laughs> might not get it. So you need to get it before nine, before <laughs> I go down, like, because I'm going down. And that would be hard for me because of right. what my life looked like. Right. You <laughs> wanted to stay up. So you would be up until right. 12, one o'clock. But also, it's like, even when it was more serious and my children were in the picture, like, mm-hmm. I'm getting my daughter right. right. Like, mm-hmm. it, there was so many things where that's not, right. nine just wasn't going to work for me. Nine wasn't going to work. <laughs> but but, I, but I, I say I like to say, even though that, that it was an issue, we were still having more sex than I, I would imagine 90% of the fucking population <laughs> nope. has sex. Yeah. Right. So when you said that it, we were, we created a problem where there was no problem, there wasn't a problem. Right. And I remember talking about it in therapy. And you know, I I could tell she was like these niggas are talking about they have sex problems, but they have sex multiple times a week, sometimes multiple times a day. day. Yeah. Like what what the fuck is the problem? Like we we sound like nymphomaniacs. We sounded crazy. But she was real patient with us, and she just she she's got her job. Yeah, yeah. She she, she I, I know she wanted to be like. Well, the fuck? I don't, I don't have sex. In, you know what I'm saying? No, what I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But but I would imagine. A, a regular person would be yeah. like, yo, we, once a week would be good. Great, yeah. Right? 
And here we are bitching about once every other day. I know. I miss that from those times now. No. Right. So here we are. Fast forward a little bit more. We move in. We move in with one another. You're pregnant. And as the day you move in, summer vacation starts, which means you're seeing me in action as a dad. Now I have dad hat on. I have all my kids in the house. Your kids are in the house. Your parents. Are my parents are in the house because they're helping out with your kids. Right with the kids, mm-hmm. and then we're moving in. We have a whole new set of problems. We had months of fucking arguing and fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Along with not having any privacy, which I think could have been the cause. Of, it was. It was just a lot. The, the move in was a lot. It wasn't it wasn't this smooth transition. It wasn't, you know, we had time to adjust and then no, it, it was, was it, literally overnight. It was zero to one hundred like overnight. that. Mm-hmm. And it was trying to navigate all of those and things. And you're pregnant. It right. was just it was so much shit going on that you know And in our personal lives, like separate from you and I, there was so much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so much, so oh, much. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Hey, one day I would love to get on here and just air it all out. <laughs> but now is now is not the time because things are still actively going on all over there, right? <laughs> right? So can't can't even discuss it. But just know we might need to write a book. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, just know anyone that's out there, like it, the, behind the scenes. It, most of our issues have nothing to do with us. That's true. Most of our issues have to do with outside forces, and it just bleeds into our personal lives. And sometimes the other partner becomes the punching bag, yeah. or 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 even like for me, like it's I'm I'm overwhelmed. Not like in a sense of overwhelmed, but it's like it, but it affects me because when you're upset. Now I'm upset, and now we're both upset, and it's not at each other, but it you know, it it's yeah. just it's just complicated. Yeah, but um, these 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 things happen, so we we certainly don't have a picture perfect relationship. I think the the number one thing that we we did have that helped us throughout that was therapy. Yeah, that helped out a lot, and then it has helped that we do talk to each other a lot. Sometimes it's you know good conversation like now. And sometimes, sometimes the conversations, things that the things that need to be said are said, but not in a way that the other person wants to hear them. But they're being said, or they're going to be received properly, right? But then once all the dust settles and things start to make sense, and you know, we might not agree, but we at least have an understanding of where the other person's coming from, which helps. That and that that happens often, right? Yeah, right. So now we're having less sex because of no time. Yeah. No privacy, and then we're arguing. And I and I I hate makeup sex. I don't. I'm not a makeup sex kind of guy. And a, a, one of the main reasons why. Well, okay, I take that back. I enjoy makeup sex after we've actually made up. But what I don't like to do is is I don't like to promote bad behavior by by reward <laughs> re- rewarding you with some dick. After you've done some shit that you don't deserve, did you see what I'm saying? Right. And then I feel like I'm being punished. And then you feel like being, which you are being punished. You fucking right, you're being punished. And then I and then I I think to myself like, audacity, because 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 sex is certainly not. To, you know what it is that I guess bothers me is that 
in that category, mm-hmm. it's a reversal. It's typically the woman holding out right. versus you hold out. Because I fuck good. And I know I fuck good. You know what I'm saying? And I put in work. And it's not like I'm just on my back. And, or, or, or it's not like you're just... But it's rare that that's the case. You, I would think most men are complaining, well, damn, we got into an argument now. I know she's going to have her back turned on me. I you want, know what I'm I want honey. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm a fly nigga and I want honey. I don't want shit. You know what I'm saying? I want you to, to, to do right and then, and then I reward you with Someday, you see what I'm saying? Like I don't want you to come at me sideways, and then you know I, I fuck you right. No, no, bitch, get right, and then you get fucked. You see what I'm saying? That's, so That's the clip. <laughs> there, there it is. There it is. Now we're I'm back, baby. Yeah. Now we're back. Feelings first, facts later. Yeah. Is bye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There it is. <laughs> so, so, and so because I'm terrible at that, then it makes you feel some type of way. And it's just this, this thing. And it's like. Because I think for me, I don't see a problem. I know we're going to get to it anyway. I know it's going to be talked about. It's, we're not the type of people to just let shit linger. So for me, it's like you're making, you're creating another problem by holding out or punishing mm-hmm. me with that. When it's like, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need punishment in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I need connection right. in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that then makes me feel some type of way. Yeah. So how about you suck me off next time <laughs> and apologize? <laughs> and hey, then, you know what I'm saying? But, no, 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 but, 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 I mean, but that would be the solution, right? If that's what you need. No, no. What I'm saying, well, yeah, you're right because I'll be like, I mean, just, you know, yeah, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. To be told, to be told, you're like, yeah, yeah. No, I, don't, I don't want that shit. Get <laughs> okay. right. Yeah. So, so, so that's where we we uh, we don't see eye to eye. Right now, but even though we don't see eye to eye, there still is a compromise that, that takes place. For instance, for instance, not too long ago. What last week, two weeks ago, you were upsetting me about sex. We we had a conversation about that as far mm-hmm. as uh and, and just, I guess since we're here, this is what happened. Since the baby, we've before the conversation, we only had sex twice. Yes. Now, once the conversation was broken down, we only had the opportunity to have sex twice, mm-hmm. right? Because it it, it just without without going into, into too much details. Because it, it's it's just boring. But <laughs> we honestly, we only had two opportunities to have sex. Mm-hmm. The third opportunity to have sex, we did not have sex because I felt some type of way about something else that was taking place in the house. Right? Is that right? Uh, n- not. I don't about this because you didn't say that in the moment. No, 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 no. But we did have a conversation afterwards. So it had less to do with what was taking place in the house. And just more so how it went down in that moment. And then that moment then made me go, fuck it. If that makes sense. The couch clearing? Yes. Because you got an attitude about it. Because I said, you're going to clear the couch. And then you you felt rejected in that moment. Mm -hmm. Because you felt rejected. You got a little attitude. I sent your attitude. And I was already tired. Because I had been up. I took the, the, the night shift. Yeah. And I was doing work. And then, so now here you are. You're upset about something. Because... You felt rejected, not something, but you felt rejected. Mm-hmm. 
And so I felt that energy and I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here, kind of thing. Like, that's how I felt in that moment. But, right. but we talked about it and maybe not necessarily agreed with each other on it, but it was, but, but we still talked about it and it, it was fine and it, it wasn't, you know, whatever. But then the next day or a couple of days later, I made sure that, okay. It was nice. It was the next day, right? Because you expressed to me how you felt. I didn't want you to feel that way because I, I, I didn't feel how you thought I felt, and you felt that I wasn't attractive to yeah. you anymore. Which right. you're you're going to get into that right. here in a moment after we, you know, right. explain the the whole story of why we're here today talking about it. So to show you that I wasn't feeling the feelings that you thought. I made it, I made sure that I came home in the middle of a day, random day, had you shut down your laptop and just fucked you hard on the couch. Right. <laughs> and then did it again because I had time. Yeah. Right. So I made sure that if I had the time to come home and eat, then I had the time to come home and beat. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but since we're here. Right. I think it's important that the women out there, you, you discuss how you have felt. Right. Yes. That's separate of what was taking place. Right. And a lot of, well, I'm going to get into it, but then a lot of it has to do with what the backstory that you gave to what our sex looked like Mm -hmm. and what it looks like now. Mm -hmm. And then tie that with how I'm feeling about myself Mm -hmm. now, post baby number three. You know, I'm my body now. I didn't gain a whole bunch of weight. I don't. I don't even know how much weight I have to lose. But my body's not the same. That much I can tell you. At least how I feel. No, objectively, it's not. You know what I right. mean? Like, it's not the same. I'm not feeling the same. Mm-hmm. We're not having sex the same. Mm-hmm. I. But my feelings about wanting it haven't changed. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the times for most women. They don't care to have sex mm-hmm. after they give birth right away. Mm-hmm. That's more. I was looking into it, my, doing my Googles, and that's like a, a, all the articles are like, it's okay. You're not feeling it, but you will, and give it time. And I'm like, but what about, <laughs> like, I, I wanted to have mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in that mindset that you had. I knew we were going to have to take a break, but it wasn't like I wasn't thinking about sex, mm-hmm. even in the six weeks that we weren't. And then I for sure, I don't even think it was six weeks. I was like, at five, I was like, I'm not waiting. I feel fine. Everything is fine. Why are we waiting? And also, that's that's not an abnormal thing either. Like, I didn't, you know, break any rules. Like, everything was fine. But I, I never felt like that before. Like, here I am wanting to have sex feel some type of way about my body. The two times that we did after I could, I initiated it, Mm -hmm. which that's a whole nother topic. Like initiating sex isn't like a natural thing for me to do. And then the third time when I went and initiated it and I felt rejected, then I was like, okay, all these feelings and insecurities that I'm feeling, like you validated them, not on purpose. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, I was like, okay, like, he doesn't even attract me. He doesn't want to have sex with me. I, he must feel the way I feel about myself. Like, it was just this fucking downward spiral that I go into in my head. And a lot of that's probably, like, hormones, too. But, yeah, 
it it wasn't a good it's not a good feeling when you don't feel like yourself and then you're questioning if your partner feels the way you're looking at yourself or are you looking at me okay mm. and that's a conversation that we had to have yeah and and I, this is something that I think that you're understanding of me now just as we spend more time with one another when I get I'm very mission oriented yeah. and when I'm in mission mode and I'm and I'm I have an objective there's there's really nothing that's going to distract me from it you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, as I was mentioning before, I had already told myself no sex was going to happen for the first, you know, yeah. six weeks. And right now, all of my energy is focused on this baby and making sure that the house is fine and yada, 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 mixed with work and whatever else needs to happen, the holidays. And because our, our holiday just ended. Yeah. Just ended. Our we, Christmas just ended. Our Christmas just ended <laughs> because we just took. This past weekend, the Martin Luther King weekend, we spent in Alabama because I was visiting or we were visiting my two youngest sons for doing Christmas with them, doing Christmas with them. Right. So mm-hmm. now here we are. We, we've just now gotten out of the holiday. Right. And we only have a little bit of time to breathe before we roll into spring break, which is going to be a whole other, you know, theater production type of thing. <laughs> right. And then yeah. after that. It's just a short pocket of time before exactly. we're in summer vacation and then boom, boom, boom. So, so now here, here we are. We're just in this rotation of now we have these little pockets of time where I can just relax. Mm-hmm. Right. And so because I am this type of person where I'm almost like a robot, a robot, yeah. and I get in the mission. I wasn't thinking about sex because I had already said that this is not going to happen. Because if I sat there and I thought about sex, I'm going to think about fucking sex all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, I, I make sure that I'm good to go so I don't go crazy because a part of my daily routine is to get it out in the morning. There is still porn, but to me, porn is not the same as sex. I, and I've, I've addressed this on podcasts because I know a lot of people say, but you watch porn, da, 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 aren't you? You know, that's not the same thing for me. And I know that might be hard for people to believe, but I know it, I know it to be true. It's not the same thing. Yeah. That's like shaving my beard. <laughs> it just it just needs to get done. Yeah. It's it gets done. Mm-hmm. I go about my day and it's over with. And so much so where I can jerk off and then you want to have sex and it's like, okay, because th- that's not they're not the same thing to me. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't I, I can't explain it and maybe there's some other, you know, <laughs> pseudo porn addict out there that, that can't explain it. But but I'm not addicted to porn, I'm just addicted to <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> masturbating and finishing. No, no, no. I'm not addicted to masturbating because that makes me sound like a creep. What would it be? To getting off, I guess. In the privacy of my own home yeah. before a shower. <laughs> yeah. This is usually just how it happens. And it is. The same way you're addicted to the gym and the same way. Exactly. You know, it's just it, it's a, a routine. It's like yeah. a protein shake. It's like it just is what it is, right? <laughs> so, but that is, has never taken away from. Sex. Right. And again, I don't even look at those things as, as, as the same thing. But because I was just so daughter, 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 boom, 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 I'm I'm just in a different state of mind. Yeah. And it's the same way I'm, I'm sure you see with the road trip. When it comes, uh, I'm focused on getting us there. Mm-hmm. When I'm in that mode, I don't want to hear shit else. Let's go. <laughs> you need to get on this road by this time. We're running late. Boom, boom, boom. I want to get on this road. I want to go. And I don't, I'm like a robot. I don't stop until the mission's complete. Yeah. 
and then going home is the same thing. And it, and it's just, it's almost like an, the obsessive part of me, which I guess is my strong suit because it, it's gotten me where I am in life. Yeah. Uh, it helps me stay focused and dedicated. However, I, I lose not necessarily my like humanity, but <laughs> I, I lose this, this part of me that then would be more fulfilling to you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or sometimes I feel patient and understanding, if we're being honest. Say that again? Patient or understanding in certain moments where it's just like, you are in the zone. Uh-huh. I'm not there. Uh-huh. And sometimes I feel like that's annoying to you. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And I'm like, but you're abnormal, by the way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then it frustrates me that I'm like, do I have to remind you, like, not everybody operates like you. So I'm there. I know. And I want you to be there with me. I know. And then I also want you to, to be able to understand why I'm there. But but as we have these talks and, and then you know, okay, it's not because I'm not attracted to you. It's not because I don't want to have sex with you. It's not because it's just because I've just been focused and I've I've turned this button right. on and I've cut these switches off. And then once that happens, it just it it's just there until mm-hmm. I go, Oh, I can turn these switches back on. Do do do. Okay. So now here we are where I'm coming home and in the middle of the day. And we're like, oh shit, we gotta close the blinds and all this other stuff. We're about to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just now we're we're there because we're there, right? But until we're there, we're not there, right? Exactly. Yes. And then maybe, I guess that's expectations because this was where therapy helps. Because I had a conversation with my therapist about that scenario where mm-hmm. I got rejected, and she's great at <laughs> helping me see it. Sometimes from potentially your perspective, but at least just another perspective. Mm -hmm. So she pointed out, she's like, okay, you had this thing you wanted to do, which Mm -hmm. is have sex in the moment. So you have this expectation of sex. She says, that's where I fucked up at is you clearly weren't in that headspace. So I expected something different of you. My brain was saying. I got annoyed about it. Right. So that was wrong on my part. To have an expectation that wasn't spoken about. You know what I mean? Like, while I made it a big deal for me, it was just like, I initiated sex, and he knows how hard that is for me sometimes. And we don't really have time, and I expect a little bit more enthusiasm from mm-hmm. you. Versus, that's my expectation. It doesn't make it right. Right. Especially when we hadn't really had this conversation until afterwards. Correct. It just is. It's just one of those things where you don't know it until you're in it. You know, especially in the beginning of things. You know, you could think, okay, well, this is this is how sex is going to be in a relationship. It's going to be this thing. This is always going to happen. Well, Blah, and blah. also, this is important too. You're a very sexual human being, mm-hmm. so then that was another thing that I'm like, there's no way that you're just not wanting to have sex. Right. It's just then it's just with me. I'm also, you know I, I'm yes, saying? I'm a very sexual human being and I have a very healthy sexual appetite. However, I can also turn things off. Right. Which, I guess until now, you don't understand that I have the ability to do that. Yeah. I can just cut shit off. Right. Whatever, whatever I need to do, I can just cut it off and just get through it, grind right. through it, whatever. It's just like now, like we, we're operating off of no sleep. I feel mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. And it is what it is. And I, and I know you're, you're at a point where you're feeling fine too, but it's just, 
we I've decided that I'm going to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that's just what the fuck's going to happen. Right. And so, but th- but that's also an important thing to factor in too. You know, with the the lack of sex or you know the lack of initiating. I'm sure on on like a chemical level, my chemical levels are way the fuck off. My testosterone is lower. I'm, you know, how I know my testosterone is lowered. I've gained so much more weight. Yeah. Since the baby. When before my metabolism was high, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I had the, the energy to do different things. Yeah. You know, I was I was keeping weight off. Now I've put on more weight than I've ever weighed, you know, in my life. You know, I, I want to say the, the highest just recently was 206 pounds. Now I'm not walking around fat. <laughs> right. But I mean, I, I have put on more muscle mass. So maybe that, that kind of makes me feel yeah. like my testosterone levels have, haven't really dipped too much, too low. But I'm only guessing that because I know I'm not getting an adequate amount of sleep. I was always able to get my right amount of sleep, mm-hmm. wake up, go to the gym, run, eat, you know, get all my calories in, yada, 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 make sure I'm drinking water, all these other things. But here we are now. I'm operating off of no sleep, you know, little, little, little to no sleep, not, not no sleep, but little to no sleep. Basically no sleep. Plus, I work a job where I'm giving all of my energy out all day long. I don't have the luxury to sit behind a desk right. and, you know, type away. And, not, fuck with, not fuck with people. Right. Yeah. I'm fucking, like, I'm scheduling appointments with people. Mm-hmm. I'm driving to people's homes. I'm, you know, giving them energy. I'm, you know, taking all their negative energy in. Plus, you know, if if I find time in between and maybe put in 20 minutes at the gym or whatever it may be between a patient, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I But mm-hmm. I also haven't been working out, exercise, so, and then. I haven't been eating healthy. So because I I haven't had time to do the things I would normally do, like meal prep, I've been eating a lot more fast food. I've been or or eating fewer times a day. Shut your mouth. Um, (laughs) Plus, it's just everything. Just watch this. You have known me to walk around with a half-gallon metal canister, and I would drink that on a daily basis. That thing has been sitting in your car since yeah, Alora was born. I ha- I forgot about it until <laughs> last week, and I go, "Have, you, have you seen it?" You know, oh, it's in a, and it's still sitting in your car. Yeah. But that's a part of like, so just everything is completely off. So I'm I'm just off. So where I'm getting at is uh, signals are being missed, and and you know the things that have been going on with me in terms of. My sexual energy has nothing to do with you and more to do with, A, just cutting those switches off because knowing that it's not even an option. So why make it an option? (laughs) And then B, just... Just being tired and just things just not being the the way... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Normal things. Because again, I, I ain't on my back. You know what I'm saying? I'm pump. I put in work. You know what I'm saying? So the other day is the first time we've had like normal sex for us, like in a long time, just because of pregnancy. You talking about in, in mobile? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that? And that was the only time that we had a bed to yeah. ourselves. A bed. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have the the studio, yeah. but. No, like we used to have a whole house, yeah. and then right. we used to have a whole 
private bedroom, but now she's in the bed. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that's a problem that we we should be addressing yeah, soon. But it it just works right now, and so I'm <laughs> yeah, sure anyone exactly. out there that's a parent, you know, you do whatever the fuck works, right. and if Whatever's that's working, get you the most, right? <laughs> if she likes sleeping next to a warm body, and that keeps her down, and it's just easier, uh, we'll we'll let future us deal with that, right? And we'll, we'll, keep, we'll figure it out. But um, yeah. So we say all that to say it is very important for all the couples out there that anytime you all are in a situation where things just don't feel right for you, because Mm -hmm. you, you don't know how you're, how the other person's feeling, but if things don't feel right for you, it's quite possible that things aren't right. And you're, you're not off, but it's what those things might be. Might not be what you're thinking. Right. So it's always good to just, as uncomfortable as it is to have these these type of conversations, these, these type of conversations need to be had, yeah. and there's there's no there's no way around it. Yeah. There's no if way. If you want it. things to work, if you want things to work, yeah. if you want to have a healthy relationship, if you want to have the trust, if you or even if you just want to make sure that you all are on the same page, mm-hmm. just just to give you a peace of mind and to make you not feel, you know, insecure mm-hmm. or or not, not. I don't want to say insecure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 I but I I don't want to say insecure because when I think of insecure, I would think of you know no matter I'm doing all the right things and you're just not recept- receiving. Okay, like that's that's, that's what I think. It. That's what, uh, but I but I I guess I want to reserve that word for that type of situation okay. as opposed to you objectively having all these changes that are happening. And yes, you feel insecure about the changes, but then you're also not getting this feedback from me that you needed to counter that. Right. So I was without, like you said, without even knowing it, I was validating it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's even, it's even more important to make sure that you are having these uncomfortable conversations just to ease your mind and, and help you move right. forward. Because what can happen is, is, you know, especially if the person loves you and they want to make sure that you, you feel all right, they make the adjustments that are necessary. Because right. again, it just might be, Something like even the first time we had sex, the first time we had sex, it was like, well, it hasn't been six weeks yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. and, and in that moment, you're like, well, you don't want to do it. It's like, no, 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 no. I just want to make sure that, that we're not doing anything to, to hurt me. Yeah. yeah. So that was I was just concerned. I know. So sweet. More concerned than I was, you know, horny. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because yeah. one of us has to be the, the adult in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You say so. And I don't need you, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I ain't split nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't split nothing. Oh my. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, So yes, have these conversations. Right. They're important. And um, And especially for women, because we get in our head and it doesn't take a lot, especially when you don't feel that great about yourself. That's also a personal mm-hmm. thing that you need to work through because then you can't put that on your partner either. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not okay. But especially for women, the overthinking when you don't feel your best mm-hmm. is not hard to do. Yeah. You thought That's I had a whole phone. woman in my phone. <laughs> Can we tell that story? No. If we're going to tell it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because, because it is valid. You're, 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 you weren't delusional. You, you <laughs> saw what you saw. You saw a woman with, you know, some big ass titties 
on my phone. And lingerie. And lingerie. Uh-huh. Right, right. As I was scrolling through the, the pictures of my phone to show you something with, the, with the kids or, or yeah. the baby or, or, or whatever. Scrolling mm-hmm. through, you see this. Now, that was there. That was on my yeah. phone. Yeah. But you didn't say anything. Because in the at the moment, in the moment, okay, that happened a long time ago. Which, ago. which which the reason why I brought that brought that up is because you went weeks with that in the back of your mind, and then okay. as you're in the back of my mind, yes, but not really. Like when I saw it, I was like, like I didn't because I know you. Like mm. I would never think that. Mm. I would never think. I'm like this in there for whatever reason. <laughs> that's the problem. That's the problem. Like, right. like keeping things in the back of your head. Uh, uh, right. But that's what women do. Like, it was fine until then. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm having to initiate sex. I feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting the feedback that I expect from you. And wait a minute. He had a whole picture of a bitch in his Yeah, phone. An Asian woman with some big old <laughs> That's when that came in. Mm-hmm. Like, it, again, it wasn't a problem, so it was a problem. That's why I didn't. It wasn't a big deal in the moment. But then, when I when I started feeling other things or thinking other things, I brought that into it. And I was like, "Wait a minute, what was that about?" Mm-hmm. You first of all, you should know. You should I know, know that, that your crackers are the only crackers <laughs> that, that I. No, no. Um, so, so, so this is what happened. She did see one in my phone. But just to give some understanding, and I and I did show you, yes, right? And it is really what it was. So when my my Instagram has has a couple things, it has uh, some sneakers, Mortal Kombat, it has dating and relationship stuff, and then titties, big titties, right? It is what it is, right? <laughs> Instagram knows what I like, so. What happened was is that I saw an interesting article from a relationship therapist that I wanted to discuss on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to do this thing where I was screen grab, where you take a snapshot on your phone. However, the phone snitches on you to Instagram and it lets you know when you're doing it. And it'll be like, oh, you should share this. So in order to avoid that and just to make it make more sense instead of having to do one picture and then swipe over for another picture, what I'll do is I'll hit record, screen record record on my phone. And then now I just flip through the image because usually, usually the relationship ads like four or five, right? Four or five slides. So now I just slide through and I could pause or whatever I want to do. We're smart enough. Now, because I also like big ass titties. Mm -hmm. What happened was, is that there was a woman above the dating thing. So <laughs> yeah. as I hit, as I swiped up on the phone for screen record, for screen record right? It must have swiped up on to it her. recording at that moment. Right. Yeah. So then I had to scroll back down. So then the thumbnail that yeah. was displayed in my phone were these cockers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what she saw. And, and. You know, like she said, after not getting uh, what she needed from me, mm-hmm. uh, her, her her brain went to, oh, he's got a bitch in his phone. Right. What's, what's this about? Oh, what are you talking about? Right. And then, yeah. So, <laughs> that's not happening. That's also why you need to talk about stuff. What do you mean? That, 
like that just just could go sideways if I you have right. it in your mind because it was for in weeks. Your phone. For, and, and you right, and you let that sit there for a, a good while before you brought that up yeah, to me. Like <laughs> almost two months later. Right. So can you imagine if for two months you're thinking you're thinking that oh he got another bitch in his phone, you know what I'm right. saying? I'm 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that could that could ruin a relationship. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I got no woman on the phone. I, which is so which is so not me. I wouldn't have no woman in my I phone. Know, like, but that's what happens when you start to get in your head. That again, that's why I yeah, didn't yeah, make yeah, a big yeah. deal about it in the moment, because I'm like, it has to be for a reason. Because right. that's not you. And you're not one to screenshot. Yeah, what the fuck? Right. I I know, which is in the moment I didn't even think anything of it right. for that reason. Because if I would have been concerned, you fucking right in the moment, I would have been like, what the fuck is this? Right. But it, but again, when you start to get in your own head. <laughs> yeah. And there you have folks. Yeah. Talk, 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 talk. All the cameras. All the talk, 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 talk. Be uncomfortable. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it can save your relationship all yes. day. Yeah. You ready to get out of here? Well, I wanted to go over this thing that I saw. Okay. Just real quick. Yeah, yeah. We don't even need to talk about it. It's just like points about okay. like sex after a baby. Okay. So this says nine surprising truths about postpartum sex after birth. Okay. So the first one, how soon you have sex after giving birth is up to you. So they're saying like the six weeks thing isn't even like a real thing. Is this anecdote or is this? No, like supposedly it's like supposedly it's a recommended Mm -hmm. amount of time, Mm -hmm. but it's subjective. So doctors will just say that number, mm. but some people could be ready physically sooner. Some might take longer. Does it say how do you know? Um, because mm. I, I think that's pretty important. Like how? Like well, how, I guess the 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 physical healing, obviously. Okay, so no more, no more discharge. Right, no more bleeding. Right, would be probably, or maybe not even no more bleeding because I'm gonna bleed for a long time and that just so I guess the important thing would be to talk to your doctor and some doctors might be like, you're, you're fine even before six weeks, mm-hmm. but they're saying that that could also be flexible. Okay. That's not the only place I saw that. And then two, postpartum penis and vagina sex might not feel good at first. So maybe it doesn't have to be, you can do other things and not necessarily have to have intercourse. If you are in the mood and want to do stuff even before you're ready to. Batman doesn't eat pussy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it, another one, number three, it's not you. Basically talking about like hormones. Mm-hmm. You're not feeling yourself. And it really is, has more to do with all of the things going right. on, especially hormonally, than anything else. Mm-hmm. So you're not yourself. Your body will change. That's number four. Obvious. Um, five, physical intimacy is still important. So just connecting with your partner, having these conversations could just make things a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Six, this is, this is good. Quickies are your new best friend. Like redefining what your sex life looks like, mm-hmm. especially if you have lots of sex and hour-long sex sessions. Like, you got to redefine what your sex life is going to look like. Right. And quickies <laughs> are going to be your new best friend if you want to have sex. Um, seven, afternoons really can be delightful. So even the times of, sex, times of the day you're having sex. Because waiting for nighttime 
it, for us, it's not an option. It's going to have to be in the middle of the day. And I would assume that's for most people or in the morning. Like you mm-hmm. got to get it in when you can get it in. Right. Right. And then eight, um, sex after birth may be better than you imagine. Um, just like your body changes and different things might be stimulated that weren't before. This was true for me. Like I didn't really care for nipple stuff until after I had my second child. Something about my body changed. And like now I need all of that. So and number nine, you will want sex again. So I guess for the women who seem to be majority of what the situations are who aren't feeling like they want to have sex like that's also normal just because you got a clearance and you're not feeling it that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you so let's take your time yeah and talk about it talk about it yeah the quickie thing that's such such an ego hit you know what I'm saying? Well, why? Well, because the the quickie usually the guy benefits from that more than. But this all ties. I know, I know, I know. Deeper thing. We don't, we don't have, we don't, we oh, we, okay. we can take, we can table this for mm-hmm. another day because we're not, we're not done with the sex thing, and I and I think there's a yeah. lot more to talk about. So be prepared that the next episode is probably going to continuation. Yep, continuation about <clears throat> sex because I I did read articles that also pertain to addressing issues with sex in a relationship that I that I think would be important. Yeah. But that's gonna be more breaking down things and having a, a whole conversation about it. So I didn't I didn't want to tie that into this yeah. so much because today's was just personal. Yeah. Mixed in with what we've been doing and what we learned, but more personal than anything. Mm-hmm. So but we yeah. but we can talk about that. Because the the quickie thing is a discussion that we need to have. It is. <laughs> that you and I need to have, or every everybody needs to. Have. You and I, I'm, I'm worried about way, way, way. And and what might be already doing quickies without wanting to do quickies. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, your idea of a quickie is regular sex time, by the way. But that's for I, most. But I'm. But I'm still. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> I'm getting better at <laughs> a quickie being a quickie. How okay? <laughs> how quick should a quickie be? I say like under seven minutes. Okay. Some people probably say, under five. Some people say seven minutes is a long time to have sex. Maybe that's a good question. Actually, what is average sex time? We'll come back with facts next episode. On the next episode, feelings first, <laughs> facts later. All the sex. Get your jerkins ready. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. You know what? We made it. Holy. We made it. We made it. Oh, wait, which one is it? That's my one. That's my one. Oh my. There we go. There. <laughs> We made an entire episode. Yes, yes, yes. All right, people. That's not overstay our welcome. Thank you for listening to us, and and we really do appreciate you if you stomached episode seventy four. That was <laughs> that was fucking dog shit. <laughs> but we hope we made it up with this one. And moving forward, uh, we want to make sure that we don't do what we did in episode seventy four again. 
because we really do appreciate the listeners and we want more listeners and we, we don't want to have that boring podcast because I, I felt it and we felt it. But enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. Thank you for rocking with us. As always, I go by the name Nathan Mitchell and I did this with the lovely Christina. Hey. This is the Feelings First Facts Later podcast, a podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. Peace. <laughs>